Mix104.9.com.au for all the latest news and information now. 360 with Katie Wolf. Everyone is listening. Mix 104.9, 100% NT. Now, I know that as the COVID-19 vaccine rolls out around Australia, plenty of people are wondering, well, if their workplaces might make it, um, well, might make it compulsory to actually get that vaccine. And, well, are, are those, uh, you know, are those workplaces able to make it compulsory? And what are our rights, I suppose? And how could it all roll out? Well, joining us on the line to tell us a little bit more is uh, De Silva Hebron, Barrister and solicitors, special counsel, Peter Orr. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Katie. How are you? Really well. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Um, Peter, as the vaccine rolls out, as I said, plenty of people are wondering if their workplaces might make it compulsory to get that vaccine. Can workplaces actually make the vaccine compulsory? Katie, there's there's really no easy answer to that question. Uh, A lot of it will depend, or most of it will depend on the industry that the employer works in. For example, uh, in some industries um, where it's an inherent requirement of the job to deal with uh, people at risk, such as health, uh, aged care facilities, then um, an employer is likely to have the ability to issue a, a lawful and reasonable direction that its employees be vaccinated um, I note in Victoria they've introduced some legislation, the Health Services Amendment Mandatory Vaccination of Healthcare Workers Act, yep. and that allows the Secretary of the Department of Human Services direct, to direct public hospitals and health service establishments to require that the employees are to be vaccinated against specified diseases. Right. Uh, that's the only legislation I'm aware of. Yeah. Uh, during the, the pandemic, uh, most of the states and territories issued uh, public orders which required uh, people uh, involved in aged care to have vaccinations against the influenza. Mm-hmm. So I think the, 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 the bottom line is that if you work in an industry where it's a high, what would be uh, designated as a high-risk industry, yep. then it's likely that it'll be an inherent requirement of your role uh, to come into contact with high-risk people yeah. and the employer is likely to be able to issue a, a lawful and reasonable direction. If you work in an industry that's not high-risk, then that's where it's probably going to become a little bit more problematic. Mm. Um, each industry and each employment situation is going to be unique. Uh, the reasons if what an employee puts forward as to why they would object uh, is also going to be a factor. Yeah. Uh, what reasonable steps an employer could take uh, to accommodate um, an employee's objection um, and what other inherent requirements of the role. Yeah. Uh, and it's... Uh, so it's a, a combination of a lot of, lot of factors. For, for example, would be yep. uh, can, can the employer allow the employee to work from home? Yep. Uh, is that a reasonable uh, compromise? Um, uh, 
things of that nature. Yeah, look, I find this really fascinating because I know some people are a bit uh, sort of worried, I guess, about about having that vaccine. But in reality, like you said, you know, if we've got people who are working in those frontline positions, um, it may be necessary for them to have the vaccine. But I guess it also sounds like um, legislation uh, implemented or introduced by, by the parliament, whichever state you're in, is going to have a big part to play as well. It is, but... My concern is that, uh, I mean, Victoria obviously has, but whether political parties in power are willing to uh, step up to the plate, so to speak, yeah. and introduce that legislation. Um, I noticed there's been a few protests. Uh, there was one in Darwin, I think, on Saturday and a yeah. few other uh, states where people were objecting against mandatory vaccination. Um, uh, political parties... Uh, probably in, in government, probably don't want to take any steps that may be perceived as being unpopular. Yeah. And that may well depend on uh, whether it becomes an issue. Uh, so is there going to be a large percentage of employees who object? Uh, if so, then the parliaments may look at uh, legislation. Mm. And uh, and Peter, we heard, uh, or we have sort of heard businesses such as Qantas say that people may not be able to fly internationally if they don't have the vaccine. Is that something that a business can actually implement? Look, uh, I, if you, if you um, want to fly with Qantas or you want to um, buy products or use services from any business, it's a, a contractual relationship. Yeah. Um, and so uh, on its face, uh, uh, a business can uh, restrict uh, the provision of the services to whom it wants. However, uh, that may be subject to uh, anti-discrimination legislation. Uh, and once again, that comes back to uh, whether uh, if a person has a special need, such as um, I have a special need not to get vaccinated because of health. Yep. I don't, but that, you know, yep. that's what I'm saying. Uh, and uh, therefore, can the airline do something to accommodate that? Um, I don't think they probably can, given the, uh, how contagious the virus is, yep. but that would be certainly something they would have to consider um, and, and come to a conclusion um, so as to have a defence if there was a claim brought against them under the anti-discrimination legislation. Well, there you go. It sounds like it's going to be an interesting area to navigate potentially over the coming months. But, um, but you know, as you sort of mentioned as well, um, there might need to be some tough decisions made by different governments around Australia also um, at some point in time in terms of uh, whether they do call for this to be mandatory or not. I think so. I think, I think it's... It would certainly make it a lot more straightforward for employers. I think it's unfair to some extent to uh, put the onus onto uh, employers uh, and potentially cause disruption uh, in their relationship with their employees. Mm. Uh, But what I would suggest that employers start giving some consideration to uh, whether they... um, are going to require their employees to get vaccinated and enter into a, a little bit of a, um, a consultation process with the employees. Yep. They, people by nature um, are generally happy to uh, to comply with uh, what's required if there's discussion and they're a part of the, um, the forum. Yeah. Um, as opposed to being told you must do this. It's a very good point. If if, if employers take that stance, 
then it's more likely that um, they, they will um, be able to work with their employees either to get the vaccine or to um, reach some sort of a compromise. Well, Peter Orr, uh, De Silva Hebron Barristers and Solicitors Special Counsel, I really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for having a chat with us about that. My pleasure. Thank you. And uh, I tell you what, it sounds like it is going to be interesting, as uh, as we've just heard there uh, from Peter. And um, will we see, you know, governments around the nation decide to, to implement legislation or introduce legislation that does make this vaccine compulsory? Let's wait and see what happens.